0: your boys, Roshan Gomez, Jeremy Lim. What's up? Um, today, we have a new experience in the podcast. Uh, we were supposed to have... We have our first, basically, cancellation.
1: Oh,
0: jang, yeah. jang, jang. <laughs> we'll forgive them this time. <laughs> <laughs> this time, more oh dead. <laughs> that was sinister. <laughs> uh, we were supposed to have on uh, the liver and lung um, production? production. Yeah, They're basically a theatre company and they just did um, um, Sepet. Uh, the the music. musical, they ran it for one month. It was pretty successful. And then um, they are uh, marketing a new one which is called um, A Little Life. Um, and we, Jane played for A Little Life, the preview. Shout so out to Jane. Shout out to Jane, our sound girl, our producer, and overall badass, Miss Jane Now, And uh, so we went for it and we really enjoyed it. So we called them onto the podcast. They were supposed to come today. But they called us about two hours ago and told us that they are Lost in a jungle. <laughs> KKB <laughs> tracking somewhere. Understandable. Understandable. So, they're not here. They send us donuts though. So, we thought to ourselves, Oh damn, what are we going to do? This never happened to us before. Um, how do we salvage this? Who can we call who can bring up nothing and make it into something? <laughs> who is the master of talking... Or making sense of gibberish. The, the cameras
2: won't show our guests until like the
0: exact moment Roshan who reveals it. Is the king of complete garbage? Who is the Loki to our Thor? The thorn in our side? The enigma? The one? The only? Of course, it must be Mr. Samuel Lim!
3: I am the anathema.
0: <laughs> it's like faint applause in the background.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am entropy. <laughs> I am the decay that we all secretly fear. He's
0: gonna walk, if you keep feeding him. He's gonna walk out. <laughs> um, uh, Sharon, can you help bring Samuel's mic closer to him? Just push it nearer to him. Uh, okay. Pull it. Uh, yeah. You sit comfortably though. Don't oh. worry. So he came all the way. He, I just called him up. Like, dude, what are you doing? He said, I'm home. Uh, do you want to come on the podcast? He was like, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> <laughs> he just woke up at that stage, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's he came in about twenty minutes. We had lunch and we are all set. How are you, Mister Samuel? Oh, yo, okay lah. Which is all riding on you, man. You're <laughs> supposed to salvage this whole thing. All right,
3: can I, can I, can I get pumped for a moment?
0: Sure, go for it. Alright, <laughs> Monday, I <cry>. grind. <laughs> Tuesday, I grind. Uh, I have a Spotify motivational playlist. Everyone should check it out. Uh, you go to Spotify and just type in motivational playlist. It'll come out. <laughs> Among the millions of other motivational <laughs> playlists. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay, so before we start, uh, we also have our donuts uh, on the table, so we're gonna do some uh, mukbang while we, we do this. Um. <laughs> so we're experimenting with two new things. One, we co- have completely not planned anything. In the past, normally we have at least like uh, 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 at, <laughs> at least three points just in case it goes wrong. Okay. Now we've like let's not even have that. Let's just see where this goes. Uh, that's one we're gonna experiment with, and the second thing we're experimenting with is the donuts. Uh, so we're gonna mukbang while we. So eat. I can bang out the donuts. Uh, you can eat them, but don't bang them. Uh, okay. Two completely different things. All right. <laughs> um, uh, before we start, um, one thing I want to talk about. I need to shout out someone. Um, okay, so this is what happened. I went for dinner on Friday and um, this guy sat next to me who I know quite well. I mean, not, I don't know him quite well, but I know him well enough. Uh, and he has been listening to podcasts every week. Okay, and this is the first dude. I think he's like legit. Like, he, you know, let's call it what it is. Like, he was a stan. Like. <laughs> he was, like, he was like doing wow. some referential. He was talking about the uh, the sneaker males. Remember the uh, the cuttlefish? Oh my god! He was talking about the cuttlefish. <laughs> that was, he was from which episode? <laughs> that was I think the W A O one. Wow! He was talking about Putri. It's like, I need to meet Jeremy. Jeremy's the coolest dude. Uh, maybe I'm exaggerating that part a little bit, but he did say he wanted <laughs> to talk to Jeremy. Uh, he 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 said he liked you, Sam. Oh. So, uh. <laughs> he said you were an interesting dude. So, I told him that, wow, I was really impressed that he actually listened every week. So, I said, I'm going to uh, shout him out. On this <laughs> so, while he's taking his morning drive, he can hear his name. Uh, being projected on Spotify. He knows the whole Rumor Roy cinematic universe. <laughs> we are bringing him into the universe. Uh, so we shout out Mr. Dano. Jeremy, Dan- any special message to Dano? Dano. Uh, Dano, D A N O. Oh, okay.
3: Jeremy,
2: <laughs>
0: any special words? Are you, speci- are you skeptical that
2: he's a real person? Or the, the, I don't know a lot of people named Dano. Actually, that's not even his real
0: name. What is. His real name is Mura Raju. Why are you open with Dano? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we call him Dano. That's what we know him okay. as. We call him Dano, but his okay. name is Mura Raju.
2: I'm grateful okay. for the future, like, pers- person who's going to do our Wikipedia entry for us. <laughs> <laughs> who's going to write the description. Uh, the <laughs> 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 Yeah, That's a deep cut.
0: <laughs> so, uh, shout out Dano. Um, we hope you're having a pleasant drive. Uh, drive safe. Uh, uncle, because he said his dad also listens sometimes. Nice. So, Uncle, if you're listening, shout out. Hi. <laughs> 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 okay, enough breaking <laughs> the fourth wall. <laughs> so, uh, what do we want to talk about? Before the podcast started, we were talking a little bit about, uh, I was trying to get Sam to get people to follow our social media. He said that people barely follow him. That that's his <laughs> main problem. No, people do follow
3: People do follow you. No, la, but like the people, Okay, I originally started off with about 400 to 500 Instagram people. And then, bit by bit, they stopped following me. <laughs> okay. They were telling me things like, who, who are these polls for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do these pictures have to do with anything? Half should, of them are underexposed. The other one is overexposed. <laughs> you should tell them about one of your polls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I did a poll, right, where I had... Uh, Tom Hardy's said That I just drew a blue arrow. and said, "Would you want
0: him to be the live action Ang?" <laughs> and I said, "Yes, I would." For all your, your your polls, by the way, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> but then that one is still okay. There are more like crazier ones, and I think it's weird because he. Have like, you gender swapped anyone? <laughs> uh,
3: I did have a few I like, asked La, would you watch Star Wars if Darth Vader was played by Emily Blunt?
0: <laughs> I would though. I like, really would.
3: Mm, I don't know. I, mean, I think she would make a. a I'm not confident about really. Evelyn Blunt. I think like she's very pretty, <laughs> so she should be in Star Wars. Th- that doesn't seem
0: to be <laughs> the right bar. No, <laughs> a lot of pretty
3: dance. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson should be. No, no, she has talent. <laughs> <laughs> wow, but Emily Blunt has talent. <laughs> I'm sorry, Evelyn <laughs> Yeah. And okay, no, funny. no, you know
0: who what Emily Blunt should be. Um 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 Mara J. <laughs> no 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 Mara <laughs> That's what's, <laughs> what's Luke's sister's name? Leah. Leah, Leia, Leia. And uh then um uh, John Krasinski, uh, her husband. Oh. Should, should oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense because they they kiss in real life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they're married in real life. Yeah, yeah. And they're pretty good actors. Yeah, they are. So yeah. we were… We, we were talking about also. I voted one of your polls. What was the Aang and Katara? No, Aang and uh, Korra one. Oh, yeah. Which which do you prefer? Uh, Legend of Korra or Legend of Aang? Yeah. yeah. So, th- that was not too complicated, but I accidentally pressed the Korra one. one. And yeah. I was so upset at myself. <laughs> yeah, I was upset at you too. <laughs> and you know why? <laughs> can because.
2: You see
3: who yeah, yeah, yeah You can. Oh, wow. No, but
0: I was so troubled because the past few weeks, for some reason, like on the geek websites, People have been rehashing this debate recently. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's because Cora yeah. is coming up on Netflix. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's
3: it's on its way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So everyone's like, oh, it's, which is better, Cora and Aang. And that's crazy. There's no competition. <laughs> it's no competition. <laughs> the no. answer has to be legend of Aang.
3: Yeah. I mean, Cora tried very hard to be like politically savvy, mm. but it came off like an eighth grader trying to explain politics to me. It was like, see, the people want too much equality. but well, you cannot have too much equality. Then you lose balance. It's like a chocolate milk. I'm like, what are you on about? Why can't you just tell one cohesive story? And the problem was, there was not enough time because every season was having a new villain. Mm. So obviously, I don't care enough about the villains, the characters, because you barely have time to develop it. But I felt the villains were more engaging than the heroes. Yeah, but there was but think about it. All the villains that were depicted on there, right? Every one of them that had actual like <laughs> I see you reaching, but I don't
0: <laughs> shouldn't we try these mukbangs? <laughs>
3: I'm gonna try it later. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. Every like villain that was pushing for slightly left leaning politics was shown to be a crazy. monster. Yeah, yeah, a crazy amon who wanted equality. It told you people want equality are liars and they are evil. Then there was
0: this guy who wanted to like... That's not true. Really? They humanized the villains quite well. They want- um- Well, sorry for Amon in the end. He, you know, he with his brother, yeah, the brother like blows up the board. Yeah,
2: but it's a bit like the killmonger like situation. You feel mm. sorry for them, but their politics are discredited. Yeah, mm, true, it, true, 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 it, true.
3: Yeah, imagine if we had a thing where you were like, okay, this is a villain that represents a certain discourse and theory and is worth uh, engaging, but how do we make it so that he's the villain compared to the hero? He also touches little girls. So now his politics is irrelevant. It takes <laughs> a back seat. Who touches little girls? No, no. It's he, he's example. giving you an exaggerated example.
2: <laughs> like, killmonger touches little girls? Damn. <laughs> no, but it's Nah. That'd be quite an accusation. <laughs> la- last I
3: checked, no lah.
2: <laughs> Michael B. Jordan would come out of the woodworks like, no, dude. Yeah, it's <laughs> like,
3: it? I never touched no little girl. <laughs>
2: we're like, okay. Is that your Michael B. Jordan uh, impersonation? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Kill Michael B. <laughs> <laughs> impersonation. Like, no, but it's a bit like the one. Uh, I think Funhouse made fun of Grindelwald because like, mm. he needed Grindelwald to be a villain. But yeah. he didn't do anything. So that they had one scene where he killed a kid or something. Yeah, oh. exactly. So it's
3: like, okay, you what's the point of having a, uh, trying to have a complex discourse if you're just going to straw man the other side and just depict them in bad faith?
0: Yeah. 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 But, okay, that's definitely a legit, uh, reason. But I do feel that, okay, let's take the villains aside. Um, Cora herself is such a, uh, unrelatable character. You know, like, okay, I think the reason why Aang was so powerful was because it's your typical archetypal story. It hits all your boxes. Uh, Boy runs away from his responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Literally, is trapped as a boy, right? Breaks free, travels across the land, makes his friends. As he grapples with his his responsibilities, that's him. uh, You know, from when you first see season one, he's a child. Mm. And as he goes and meets people, he gains the experiences, he becomes the avatar. It's the journey of him becoming the avatar. It's your typical kind of... Uh, boy with the wizard and the knight travel, becoming the hero that the journey makes him the hero he was meant to be. In fact, we spoke about this when we had Kyle Mm. uh, on. Um, We spoke about... I mean, we were talking about archetypal stories like uh, Frodo. The journey of Frodo going to Mount Doom Doom makes him the hero he was meant to be. In fact, changes him until he's completely different from who he set out as. But then Kyle spoke about a second type of character which is static characters. Static characters, and I, I never really heard of static characters, mm. but static characters, he said, are people like Aragon who mm. the circumstances or the environment doesn't change him. He stays the same and in him changing, uh, in him maintaining his values and the conclusion, the world rewards him. Oh, that's
3: called a flat arc. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: So, of course, static characters are a bit more difficult to pull off than mm. uh, archetypal story uh, characters. Mono-myths, like. yeah. The classic. Mono-myths. Yeah. Um, Cora is None of these two. She's a weird kind of mix between. It it, it feels yeah. like she's basically, Cora, it's a whole three, is it three seasons? I think four, there are four. But, but the how f- the hell did they go forward? <laughs> because, I
2: know, right? Because the, the, meme, the meme on the internet was communism, anarchism, fascism, and there's one more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the,
3: the first one was communism, but it had nothing to do with communism. No, the second one was apparently. Uh, eco-socialism Ah, or that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, like, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> then, like, there was anarchism and I was like, wait, ana- anarchy Why? Anarcho-communist? Anarcho-capitalist? They are like, no, I'm an agent of chaos. So. <laughs> like, <"Is> there <laughs> it's a <joker>. I, yeah. <laughs> Like, And you know, I know the one thing about chaos, Cora. It's
1: bear. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like he, <laughs> he <laughs> makes <steps>. him <laughs> flip a coin and then like Marco
0: becomes two-faced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this
2: is getting too referential. I don't think
0: people are going to be follow us. But
3: the best part is they depict they depict the fascist hmm. as the most sympathetic character. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. Why is Okay, Goofy- break down to me why is that bad? For people who don't know why is that bad? What? Wait, For- why is what bad? Why is that the most uh, egregious thing to do, to paint a fascist as a... Uh, compared to a communist, for example, as... Uh, because people don't know the difference. I just yeah, think, yeah, I get, wouldn't mind sure, it. I right. get that.
3: Yeah. Just the thing. I wouldn't mind it if they depicted, right, all of them as... Fine. All of them are bad players. Mm. All of them are irredeemable monsters. I'm like, ah, fine. I would like to have a good balance of right-wing like ideology and left-wing ideology. Sure. And you can write your silly neoliberal shtick. <laughs> but it's almost like Because say, you have right extremists as well. Yeah, exactly. Your Pinochet is all right. Yeah, exactly. But most of the time, people who are quote-unquote on the left who do bad things for the ideology mm. mostly devolve into cults of personality or authoritarianism yeah. which feed back, back into right-wing fascism anyway. Mm. So... The thing about it is, like, think about it. It's like saying, okay, you see all these systems? All these systems destabilize the world. Therefore, Kuvira, the fascist, came into power as a response to all these left-leaning mumbo-jumbo. You shouldn't have messed with the status quo. If not, Kuvira would have never been able to do the things Kuvira did. Mm. So ultimately, it's saying, yeah, she's a bad right-winger. But it's only because those other three left-wingers started it first. Also, think about it. Nearly all the three left-wingers, right, have violated Cora in some way. Like, Amon, right, did this weird thing where she took away her identity that could be
0: seen almost like he was doing this weird touchy he, thing. He took away her bending.
3: Yeah, her, her, her uh, bending. And it
0: was- he, he did, you're right, the, the after effect of that did kind of have a very like formal... Like a trauma, uh, yeah, was, victim kind of feel to it, like. Yeah,
3: at times it border almost as if it was supposed to be a sexual, it was sexual assault. Yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. yeah. Then, I, I, I get then you. there was the unalak fuller literally fellatio like rava out of her face. <laughs> 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 oh, I was <laughs> <were> taking <laughs>
2: the hospital. <whole> <laughs> Someone described it to me the first time. I was like, okay. I looked at. I didn't describe. it. He described. What? Oh <laughs> I must be watching some weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the weird stuff. What
3: about the bit with here where they had it chained up in a bondage fetish <laughs> and had strange things
2: inserted into a body. I was like, I um, don't remember this. <laughs> I, don't I remember, remember this
0: very vaguely. But yeah, like, and then not her face in was like, "Oh, okay. What's the safe word? What's the safe word?" I'm like, <laughs> Every time you come on, you blow my mind because this is this this is similar to like when you told me that Star Wars was racist. Oh yeah, Star Wars Jewish characters, Chinese
2: characters, all. Should always. Get, I mean, the audience should always be more observant when it comes to these things <laughs> yeah. in movies. Talk about systematic racism. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but Kuvira, no. It's more like... Wait, Kuvira, Kuvira is the... The 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 the, fascist the end. The great uniter. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And she's like, you and me, we are sisters and we got a band together to make it through Korra. And then she's like, you're going too far, Kuvira. I see a lot of you in me. Oh, so our hero is also kind of fascist Okay. I,
0: why can't I remember this? Then... Wait, then who's the villain that tries to... Um, 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 break the spirit world I mean break the barrier between the spirit world and Unilak he's the, the fourth season no he's the okay so
3: Amon communism first, first season, season. Okay. eco-fat sorry eco-socialism yeah, that's, that's uh,
2: yeah, book two okay. Unilak book three was the the, the the guy with the best team the guy with the, the red lotus the guy with the red the uh, guy with the third eye uh, that, yeah 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 and yeah. had the
3: bunch of like freaks with him okay. yeah Zahir season. who had the third eye lady as a girlfriend and then you're all pretty cool but they were all pretty kind of just there. Yeah. I I wish they had personalities. He could fly, right? Yeah. Uh, There's something like that, right? He He became an airbender.
2: Ah, okay. Right. Mm. He could bend lots of stuff. (laughs) Okay, then?
3: Yeah, And the fourth one, finally, they're like, this is it. Korra meets her dark, twisted mirror.
2: Kuvira. That's a big finale. You don't remember it, huh? I
0: don't remember. My,
2: I think people checked. I think, to be honest, even I checked out after season 3. Because the season 3 was like, oh, the villain looks cool. Let's watch season 3. No, but no, my... Exactly.
0: Okay, what I remember the last episode being is... Um, they have this massive fight. She yes. gets back Rava. Yes. That's
2: season 2. Huh?
0: No, no way. season
2: 3. No, actually, you're right. It's season 2, yeah. Ah, okay. So, can I do... The a-
0: avatar chain is broken. Oh,
2: What's yeah. season 2? That is season 2. Yeah, yeah. That's season 2. Because that was when the the Unalak stuff was happening. There was the spiritual stuff. And then they went all yeah. over. And then I think they, they, it's strange that they went back to politics. I'm like, you should just do this spirit stuff. Like, it's okay.
3: Yeah. And part of the reason why Korra sucked, <laughs> sorry, it does, <laughs> is because the head writer, Aaron Ehas uh,
0: Retired. Uh, not retired. He didn't join the…
3: No. He did Dragon Prince.
0: No, he did Dragon Prince after.
3: Yeah, he did Dragon Prince after Korra. But he was the head writer for all of it. And he was the one that architect
0: for For Aang.
3: Yeah, for Aang. So then they were like, hey, do you want to do a uh, Korra? He's like, nah, I think I'll pass. And and, then, and yeah. here's
0: how much of an impact this guy, Aaron Iyaz, uh, had on Aang. When I watched Dragon Prince, I watched it randomly. Mm. <laughs> I watched it when it wasn't really well-known. I watched the first season. And I watched it and I was like, this is so much like Aang. Mm. Yeah. This is so much. The feel, even though Animation-wise, visually, it's, it's, different. Mark, it's very different. Mm. Mm. In fact, uh, Dragon Prince looks damn bad, actually. The first <laughs> season in particular looks <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
3: It looks... Mm. The, they, it takes a
2: while for you to adjust to the 3D CGI it stuff. It
0: looks like a children's show. La. Okay. It really yeah. looks like a children's it show. It did for a beginning, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, and, um, until people found out who wrote it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but then I was like, oh, this really feels like Aang. And so I wiped with it. So I watched the whole thing. Only like when season 2 came out, I realized, oh, the writers are the, the same. Yeah, oh that makes sense. That's why uh Korra is so different in terms of the tone, tone compared mm. to Aang.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. So when I was watching Dragon Prince, eventually I got news to it. I thought, wow, this is great. Ezra in many ways, is kind of like Aang. Both of them are pacifist characters yeah. who refuse to bend to like the violence of the world and yeah. uh refuse and break the this his, this lesson about how. Violence can only the cycle of violence can only be stopped by a greater act of violence. So I was like, okay, mm. I get this. It's all within the same sort of spiritual successor yeah. of uh, last Airbender. Whereas Cora is saying, right, politics, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, that's mm. it. That's all it says. Politics,
0: man, what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so think the people who are pro Cora, I just think it's political. They are. They just have an ideology that it it is similar to theirs and so they like it. No, I don't. I think think it is like if you want to read
2: really hard into it, it is a crisis within feminism itself. Mm. So because there was a point, there was, Angry Joe was talking about how Mulan, I'm going to
0: spoil it. Mm. Uh, it. No one cares. No one cares. (laughs) So sad. As Um, of this recording, Mulan has just come out to what I see as bad reviews, like, it's generally being panned. Yeah. Uh, one, two people seem to like it, uh, but those. <laughs> <laughs> I think they generally are Disney fans. Like. Yeah. So I think they, because they're Disney fans, they uh, maybe appreciate it a little bit more. Mm. Uh, but the general person going in is like, no, we're, we're not having it. Yeah. Sorry, Jeremy. So the point was that um, Mulan was.
2: what The term is Mary Sue. I don't have the context for okay, it. Okay, so Mary Sue is a character
3: that is quote-unquote overpowered mm. and is given all the plot armour to smash patriarchy. <laughs> and they make everything around the patriarchy. Let's say, for you example… a feminist thing? It's a bit of a feminist I thing, see. but it's a bit of a writing trope thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like, imagine if I created a female character so cool. who had the biggest biceps… But she lives in, but she lives in a town called Man Town, and, <laughs> and in Man Town, like they're like she cannot have the biggest biceps. This is Man Town. Only-, <laughs> <laughs> Only men have the biggest bicep. Yeah. <laughs> then they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> how is this freak bicep <laughs> <laughs> lady? Explain. <laughs> they're like, no, I'm not saying it's a <laughs> <laughs> <I'm not laughs> <It's bad> <laughs> <laughs> I like how you have quotes in your Instagram. So can I have this as my quote? Sure. Man Town. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Samuel wants a quote Man, Mantown? Man, biggest biceps in Mantown. Yeah, biggest biceps in Mantown. <laughs> yeah. That's the quote for this episode.
3: Yeah, and then like, men are like, she cannot be blah, blah, blah. But no, she does not gain her ability through any merit of her own because yeah. then that would be well earned and no one would argue about that. So there'll be some stupid sexist people. But if you just gave her, like, she's special because she's a woman, you go, yeah. okay. I can't identify with this, and I don't think anyone else can. Yeah. So
2: that's what essentially Mary Sue's are. So you're looking at the the. I mean, the example that came to mind was Cora, mm. Ray, and Mulan, because <laughs> mm. Mulan, like for people who don't know, like were just given. She was just given her like she had, she like she her her parents. Wait, parent, why? Yeah, yeah. So like. Oh, this kid's good. Ang, Angry Joe. Uh, Angry Joe showed. Angry Joe mentioned that like she, her parents told her to hide her powers and then like you know Is that called for vagina?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're getting cancelled but I don't
2: know about this (laughs) lah (laughs) Then what happens? So like she just hides it later she discovers she has to unleash her power and then she wins I uh, hope only Seven gets cancelled for this. <laughs> anyway. you the message there, yeah. <laughs> So, but the same thing is happening with Rey. Rey doesn't like… Rey… Okay, okay, maybe she had like one training montage with Leia. But like, essentially, she has all her powers already. So, the
0: problem, again, with these feminist-driven uh, movies is that they ignore the basic tenets of storytelling. Yeah. They mm-hmm. ignore uh, study characters. They ignore uh, your archetypal monolithic characters. Mm. So, there's no stakes. Yeah, Mm. exactly. There's no stakes. No one wants to see someone who's OP for no reason. This is the problem with Superman. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Unless you could depict him as a static character. Which is, again, the Captain America example. mm, Which is... yeah. Yeah. But, now it's all like... And maybe it's part of the dialogue because I guess the problem with some, not all, some of the feminist conversation is we want our seat at the table. Right? So, a lot of it's like we need... A space given for us. I'm not sure if it's the representation issue so much as the fear of backlash.
2: Yeah. Really? I'm not sure. Sh- yeah, I, I am trying. I mean, I don't I don't say I know specifically mm. why. We don't know anything about this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's <laughs> We've our rebe- motto. Yeah, I've <laughs> repeated that a lot. <laughs> but like it it seems, yeah, it seems like they the writers are afraid of a kind of a kind of backlash. Like, and mm. hence why they would make these characters overpowered. Because I don't see why this would make for better storytelling? Mm-hmm. Like there's no it functional shows, reason. Like,
3: yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Because people I know, weirdly enough, feminists watch Kill Bill, which is gory and violent and shows women actually fighting as normal people would fight. They say, Why does this show fetishize violence? Like, mm. Why does it fetishize violence against women? I'm like, mm. this, this is just how they would depict violence for John Wick. <laughs> but they're like, can't they make it more like, like
0: that she doesn't get hit or hurt? I'm like, huh? Yeah. What do you want then? No, it's like um Captain Marvel. No, it's like um, um Endgame. You know that last scene where uh, they're passing the gauntlet, gets oh, the, thrown, all the way the yeah. and then it goes to Spider-Man. Yeah. Then Spider-Man drops down, and then guess who's all around him? the whole lineup of all their female heroes. All, ah. Somehow in the battlefield, they all managed to converge together. It, were they like, what? They have some sort of radar? They, they, were, all li- they were lining up for group shot. They
3: <laughs> <laughs> we are like, alright everyone, let's like just stand there and wait for Spider-Man to just fall here. It's like, is anyone going to help me? Don't, no, we were kind of just
1: waiting.
0: Don't worry, yeah. we got this. What are you talking about? Come on, like so in your face. You know what's a good uh, movie with a good female hero? Um, it just came out. Uh, Old, 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 old (laughs) boy? I hope he's not going to say old boy. Better not be old boy. (laughs) (laughs) I need to find it. But anyway. But the old guy. Old guy. Yeah. Old guy was pretty good. Yeah, it was. Uh, What's her name? Uh, Charlize Charlize Theron. Yeah, that one was pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's not like... uh, And that's another thing. Sometimes I get like a bit annoyed when... Uh, they try and revamp characters. Like they did the Ghostbusters and they did them all as... All female. female. All female. And then there was a backlash, right? Yeah. And like, oh, this is proof of sexist, uh, you know, like the sexist patriarchal agenda. Yeah. It's not true. It's just like when you invest in characters and you have them grow up in a particular way, you want to see them represented the same way. If you have female characters and you change it to boy, you would have a similar backlash as well. Yeah.
2: I mean, I would say that this, I mean, whatever version of this feminism is emerging is also f- deeply flawed. Lah, because like, yeah. if you think about Lady Ghostbusters, like yeah. right, the ladies fawning over, uh, what's his name? Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Chris, Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, right. Hemsworth. is a poor depiction of women. Yeah. Right? right? So like, how many people are in favour of that? Right, yeah. so
0: where is this feminism really going, right? And and honestly, they've all been flops. Uh, yeah, Charlie's uh, Angels is another example. Uh, but, <laughs> well, well, to be fair, Charlie's Angels it was not really a reimagining But was, you know, all this like he, I had they, hope. I had hope that
2: the actors would have brought. No, actually, I would have hoped <laughs> a few of the mains would have brought something to it. No, they. Kristen didn't. Stewart. Man, Kristen come on. Stewart was a nut job in the film. <laughs> 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 Just
3: like oh yeah, you feminist feminism. And I was like. I get a kick out of
0: this. No, but that's the thing <laughs> which, with the with the first Charlie's Angels that came out, right? It was well, what's her name? Um, no, but Drew but, but that was, was, was over sexualized. Yeah, you I should felt. go and watch it again because your my memory is also
2: been distorted. Yeah, if I you were young, yeah, yeah, go back and watch it again. Yeah. You will find that it as an adult watching it again, yeah. your skin will crawl the, the whole movie. Yeah. yeah, because… Go, in, go the, and watch YouTube compilations. Ooh, it's uh, creepy as hell. The, the way they depict
3: like these women, women in like, right. sexually compromising positions and go, Oops! I go, ah, Stop! Yeah. I am not… Ah, stop!
0: Yeah. I, I haven't yeah. watched it in a while. You have to watch it yeah. <laughs> again.
3: Which is why I feel Wonder Woman does do feminism right. Because mm. at the end of the day… It isn't about her beating the patriarchy. <laughs> it's her. It's about her ending the cycle of violence.
0: Yeah. It's it's actually like I, yeah. I wanted to talk to the, the um Hannah and uh, Shafiq about Hannah Yo. No. <laughs> the, the, the liver and lung fever. Oh
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean she she could she could talk about sexual violence. Hannah sure. Yo,
3: what do you think of Wonder
0: Woman? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder it it would not, not be the opening <laughs> question <laughs> for our interview <laughs> with Hannah <laughs> <Hena Yor. laughs> Because we we watched Sepet, right? And then I I was thinking about Sepet. And the cool thing about Sepet is it's about a a Chinese boy who dates a Malay girl. Mm. And it starts off with the racial complications. Starts off with her friend saying this and his friend saying that. His family saying that. Her family saying that, Mm. right? But towards the middle to the end, it's not about that anymore.
1: Mm.
0: Middle and end, actually, it's about... It becomes a story about a boy who's held back by his past and a girl who's being pulled to a future. Mm. Right? That's what the story... That is is actually the crisis in the end. Mm. The crisis is that he has all his baggages and she has to go abroad to study. It's nothing to do with race anymore. And Mm. that's a good uh, movie about race. When it's not like in... You know... It's not in your face. It's not in your face. And it's not the race is not the central part of the movie. It is a part of the movie but it's not everything revolves around oh, he's, he's yellow, I'm brown and you know, like <laughs> everything is like that because the real world is not like that, you know?
3: Yeah, because you know, nobody spends all day fawning and like obsessing over their racial profile. Yeah. They have other things going for them uh-huh. but I think currently with the political landscape, America that's bleeding out into all over the world, Hmm. Everyone sees, tends to see like race politics as the end all be all to a discussion. La, so. hmm.
2: And there's only one mode of looking at it. La. That's the problem. I think the, the idea that it is has it
0: has to be that kind of in your face. It has to be preachy.
2: Because I think liberals don't really know any other way. Like yeah. I don't know. Like
0: I think Bill Burr has a, a good um joke. He says, I think it was a a Conan interview, and then he says, like, you know, I, I like foo- I like to watch football. I like to watch, you know, the NFL. I, I sit down, it's my way of like, you know, relaxing, you know. And then he, he. so he says like, but all these damn advertisements come on, you know. Do you know a woman who's being abused? And he, you know, he sees a girl being slapped around. <laughs> and like, who are you marketing this to? I just want to watch it and chill. Why do you, you know, it feels like I'm being targeted, you know, for, for you know, is a guy going to watch that? And I'm like, oh damn, now I know the error of my ways. <laughs> and change after that. You know, it it's really really superficial, That that it it seems very um cosmetic. Mm, you know, sure. when we talk about movies, advertising, I could see that it's very very cosmetic.
3: Yeah, but the I think the sort of balance to that, and it would be a really stupid balance, is if women are watching a talk show that was you know about fashion and then... Ad comes and says, "Do you know how to bake a pie for your husband? <laughs> Do you know that every like husband in America wants pie? <laughs> what if I <laughs> husbands in America won't have a pie tonight? <laughs> like, I'm sorry to compare the two, but it honestly comes off like that. I'm like, please, mm-hmm. can we? If you want to discuss about serious topics." Sure, do it in the public space mm. where the stakes matter and people are actually engaged. But here, people are like, I don't want to hear about pies and my husband. Similarly, men don't want to go, I don't want to hear about abused women during my sports game. Mm. So, yeah, time and place.
0: Yeah, not to say that these issues aren't important. But yeah, definitely, yeah. that there are ways that actually would be more helpful. You know, because in the the day, there is methods that you put in place that will become counterproductive. Yeah. One thing is you desensitize people. And these kind of uh, messages have less of an impact because you, you hear it all the time, right? So, I mean, things like that need to be taken into consideration. And who are you targeting? You know, who are you targeting actually? I what think, are you trying to achieve? Wait, when
3: you say target, do you mean like make them go, oh, or like target, target,
0: Like who, who, who is this for? Is this for the, the abusers? Is it for the abusees? Or is it for the people who maybe are oblivious? Because I think that the nuance between the three are left out in advertising. I think you're forgetting the mm. most important demographic, the people
2: who feel who who virtue signal and enjoy watching other people virtue signal. Mm. Because there I think there's a sizable liberal audience who does who 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 does indulge in this kind of like um what's the word? Like insider no not grandstanding, insider, grandstanding. No no insider talk. Like uh, group sorry, uh sort of group signalling, that uh, kind of thing. Right. So yeah. like it, it to them it's not that they are interested in the opposition becoming better; mm. they are interested in signaling their position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of that going on. So like, I guess maybe that contributes to the sort of like going back to the Mary Sue discussion. Yeah, yeah, it, it it could be a bit of that. They want to show you that they are progressive, rather than act in any meaningful way that you know actually changes the world. Lah. Yeah, but everyone's being performative these days. Yeah. yeah, so it's all one
3: big performance. So here's the thing. <laughs> You could just, for example, say, I hold these views mm. and I could just tell… You know, I think you should call out people if like, just the ideal situation. Everyone wants to see like a woman like getting mocked in a bus for being a woman by four men and they'll see like, Woman, woman, And then they'll come in and go like, Ah, enough is enough. And then woman will be like, Yes, I will marry you now. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> but that is the ideal situation when in life, things are a lot more complicated. And you know, sometimes it's hard to navigate
2: through these situations. You mean like when, when female leads fall in love with the male lead because they got saved? <laughs> is it that kind of scenario? Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but the honest truth is there's a lot of truth to that. It happens. you know that mm. stereotype of girls falling for bad boys? It's not a... a
2: not bad boys lah, but like I think it reinforces like some of these very strange sort
3: of like, Yeah, but you notice that these <laughs> bad boys are the kind... Are always like slightly with a neoliberal bent. They're like, I hate like my dad because he represents the patriarchy who's got me. Mm-hmm. So now I'm sort of for women, but I'm not sort of for women. Mm-hmm. So I need a woman to educate me. <laughs> so they want like a savior, but at the same time, they want a savior that's dumb enough that can be sort of condescended and talked down to. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Do you, what, what's your thoughts on the patriarchy?
3: Uh, first of all it exists I'm not gonna deny that and it has shaped a lot of the way that we see reality la. but most importantly the patriarchy well, for much for much of society is the thing that started this sort of sexual arms race between men and women they mm-hmm. constantly feel like okay if men sexualize women resexualize them back yeah how about you stop treating people in this sort of transactional model and you start seeing them as me- instead of means to an end as ends in themselves why not just write better male and female characters why do we need to have this pointless cold it's, war it's
0: that famous saying right we we are supposed to use things and love people but we love things and use people mm. who yeah. said that i don't know i hear Love church talks <laughs> <laughs>
2: Can we attribute it to some some priest? There's yeah. uh, Desmond
3: 2 said that. <laughs> Desmond
0: <Tutu. laughs> just give it to you. Yeah. So. yeah, we'll give it to you, Desmond. Mother Teresa. Yeah, ma- <laughs> Mother Teresa. Actually it was a feast day just f- I think yesterday or day before yesterday.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. She's a lady from Kolkata.
0: Calcutta. No, she, she did a ministry there, but she's not from Kolkata. She's from uh El... Alberta. <laughs> no, she's not Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh English. No, no, no. She's from one of the uh, Mediterranean Mediterranean uh, countries. I can't okay. I can't recall which okay. Algeria maybe yeah maybe Algeria. Maybe. I I don't okay. know. Okay yeah back in the day. I mean yeah. But
3: ultimately I do see sort of this like dynamic between like uh I don't know is this is almost sort of weird like marginalization calculus that goes on. You're like okay you did this amount of things to us, so mm-hmm. now we have to be this amount proportionate back to you instead of just destroying the
2: entire system. The conversations get weird. La. Hold on. There's a fun segue to this. Sure, go like, back.
3: Whoa, fun. <laughs> yeah, time I to mean. inject
2: some fun. Fun with Jeremy Lim. <laughs> oh boy, can we play a theme <laughs> song? Okay, my, my notion of fun might be very different. <laughs> yeah, fun. Because <laughs> <laughs> point, this point system thing reminded me of like there was a behind the scenes of like the Fast and Furious movies where they tried to assign numbers to the punches and throws and action they did so that neither of them look like sissies. So they would calculate exactly… Mm. The contracts would stipulate exactly how many punches thrown would be thrown back. So that, That's
0: crazy. Like
2: So like, the rock punches Jason Statham once. Jason Statham must punched the rock in a certain way once as well. So that That's it balances crazy. out. So if you notice the fight scene, like I think the one in the prison, like, I think it ends with a stalemate. Yeah. Because no one loses. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, the I still made. <laughs> so like,
2: I wonder how much calculus is going on. There. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> exactly. Imagine the lawyers. You know, like, they also mistake this is like stupid and petty and all that.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like I was talking. Like I had a chance to uh be on a feminist panel, but I was taken off it. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good look. All right. Good decision, <laughs> families. <feminist laughs> <panels.
2: laughs>
3: wait, wait. Because, right, basically, they were talking about the need for women bosses in the workplace. They're like, we need more women bosses. I was like, mm. yeah. I, uh, then it's like, are you for women bosses? And I was like, no, but I'm for collective ownership. Mm. I believe like, the idea of having a single manager dictate like these things on how working condition it is for oh, everyone. Get
0: is, your Marxist ideas out of here. No, la, Get him out of this house. <laughs> ah, ah, but it nah, was nah, so... Nah, they nah, nah. Just so joking, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Really?
3: But I packed them up already. <laughs> 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 right, I'll just unfurl them. So. I mean, so then I told him, yeah, I, I agree. This idea of, this idea of uh, iDoc this idolization of great man history, mm. these great and terrible ge- male geniuses that might have been chauvinist, might have been terrible, but they're justified by their greatness. Why don't we just stop it all together? kill the myth, kill this idea of like um, horizontal, sorry, uh, vertical. vertical management and make it horizontal. That mm. way, we empower laborers and we empower both men and women mm. to dictate the conditions of the environment and we have like stronger regulations. But mm. then they were like, what are you on about? Mm. You just want more female bosses. Mm. Like, wait, I'm confused. Mm. Do you want to like, actually work for equality or do you want to have just as many male oppressors as there are female preface, mm. oppressors? Because I'm against both. But at this point, it seems that in this conversation, it's just more like, nah, let's have the Jason
1: statum mm.
3: and the
0: <laughs> Rock
1: punch contract. Yeah,
0: man. I mean, we know that there are problems, but it seems like the solutions really vary greatly. And I just feel with… And I guess that it, it happens whenever something becomes um, <laughs> something becomes um, commercialized, right? You just have people who join who don't really think about what they're suggesting. And they just kind of go with the flow. And mm. I think the most obvious thing... So, like, it, it seems simple, right? Uh, oh, uh, we have a male-dominated uh, society. Society. Especially in business. So, oh, okay, the solution is we need more girls. La. We need more women as bosses. But it's a lot more complicated than that. La. Because you would think that then a quota would be the most obvious um, uh, solution. But as we've discussed, it's a lot more uh, complex than that. La. And a quota might not be the best uh, solution. In fact, it might harm uh, the, the, the the whole thing. And you know, when you do this grandstanding, I've had this experience maybe, not many times, but maybe twice or thrice now, where sometimes I talk with these ultra-liberal people not even ultra, just liberal lah. and then it becomes uh you you know how you win with a liberal you play the emotional game,
1: uh, you
0: know how I checkmate how I would checkmate them. It's simple, uh, we talk about minorities then like you re- I just say it. you realize I'm an Indian right, uh, you realize I'm an Indian man right. If they can be checkmated with that, that's pretty poor. <laughs> no, not re- legit though, because like as in that argumentation must be are, pretty Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, because that for me that's most because they only argue based on your position. In the oppression hierarchy. And where you are in that oppression hierarchy dictates the amount that you can say. Where are
3: my John Peterson notes?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where's the Jordan Peterson notes? Oh, I have Where's p- the lobster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are looking forward to the oh, lobster talk. All I have are oh, pictures of lobsters in my phone. Really. <laughs> oh. I have had people tell me that, you know, talk to me about uh, uh, the Indian experience, the Indian male experience. And I'm like, Yeah, you know, you're lecturing me about being Indian, and you know, and these are people who are not Indian. But I personally think that that's fair game. But in their own context, in their own game, they're not allowed to do that. Yeah. So when you point it out, (laughs) they kind of like rattles their whole
2: yeah like uh, (laughs) uh, 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 (laughs) No, it was it was this just brings up like the really interesting like the the article that was talking about how like they wanted to weaponize anti-Semitism against Bernie Sanders who is a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, we're running our cards. You need something. we pull out the anti-Semitism one yeah, exactly. because he supports Palestine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> They're like, he hates... J-
1: j-
0: nah. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to go for it. La, yeah. but, He's know? not really Jewish. It's, like, it's really Excuse funny. Me? You know, ah, yeah. at one point, it seemed like the narrative was that we are all one people. Mm. Then Actually, start, yeah. That, that that didn't happen that long ago. That was... Maybe when we were ago. growing up, I yeah, think yeah, that we was the narrative. Up. We are one we, you know, there's no distinction. We're all just human. We all bleed red. Mm. <laughs> we all bleed red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot but now it's like, gone the complete opposite where it's so many labels, you know, so many groups.
3: I think it's because the we are all one race thing is a little tone deaf because you can't go, everyone get together and hobble up. We are all one and we'll all work together to prop up the status quo. But honestly, <laughs> right, <laughs> but, but <Okay>.
0: honestly <laughs> nah, evolutionary sense, we are all... Like, if you look at bears, right? There are grizzly bears, there are black bears, there are polar bears. polar bears, right? So, yeah. um, you have bears of different types, right? Yes. With humans, there isn't. You only have Melanime. homo sapiens. Yeah. We are actually one. It's very peculiar, if you think about it. We are, you know, our, our brethren, our equivalent, homo erectus, uh, homo uh, Neanderthals, have all been wiped out. Why we there's debate la. <laughs> we, killed them, s- we killed them. Some them Some say up, we right? kill them off. <laughs> um. Some say we slap.
2: <laughs> we slap oh, through them. Oh, okay. <laughs> right? We
0: okay. We slap them off <laughs> <laughs> Um, but like we are actually in terms of like a, in, uh in like from my an genetic animal, terms, yeah, we are actually really general. close. It's it's pretty crazy.
3: Yeah, but yeah, at the end of the day, these issues are not going to be solved by us. Or Disney. <laughs> yeah, or, or Disney. Paul
0: Giamatti? Uh, he can try. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think we can. I think me and Jeremy have... You know, uh, last week we did an episode with Bernard Au on education. And me and Jeremy, we solved the education problem in Malaysia. Beware, beware of his definition of solve. We I all, mean, we have created a framework that if implemented would fix everything. We had three different
2: frameworks. They'll give
0: one of us a call. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah, so this podcast, who knows? <laughs> yeah. think right we could thing. fix feminism. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
3: know when when I talk to feminists like about things like men having to work and women's role as homemakers and the gender wage gap, one thing is never brought up, and that is um you know, like public sorry uh public daycare, how come that's never brought up into the conversation? It is what what?
2: No no, but among not not th- here not uh, not and and not and not as and not as a, not a, not a, as a real yeah. solution yeah. Yeah, I'm no? not sure where you, you are hearing it, but yeah.
3: I mean, I talk to them. They're like, women, are, like it's so sexist that you expect women to stay at home and to like take care of the children while you go out to work. And then and I'm like, hey, what if we all agreed to just create this system where we have public daycare for the kids? Then they're like, don't
0: be silly. We're talking about male and female things. Why are you bringing like your socialist nonsense? No, because that's way? a big problem with um with uh, uh, the gender pay gap. So, when a, a woman gets pregnant, she has to stay back. So, first issue is the maternity leave. Yeah. That's already a big kind of hindrance. Yeah. But then second is taking care of the kid. So, normally because the mother is, you know, first contact with the, the child. You know, normally it con- breastfeeding and things like that. So, usually that responsibility kind of goes to the, the mother. So, then the mother needs to go back to work. So, how does she go back to work with her child? Is she going to send the child to daycare? That's expensive. And it would be a deterrent. It might be cheaper than to just for to stay home. Mm. Mm. So then, the one of the solutions, of course, companies need to start giving daycare. Yeah. Right? But then I'm again, I'm surprised that this yeah. is not. I thought this was a conversation being had in Malaysia. Um, I mean, not, government, government. I think government uh, officers. Yeah, they do. They
2: do, have, they do. I mean, I think there is conversation around it, but it's. I think it's not presented as a solution because, like it or not, a lot of these people are not not thinking about these kind of collective solutions. Yeah. The general liberal mindset seems to be more market-oriented. Yeah.
3: Um, It all feeds into the old-school style of like capitalist thinking where it's like, we are going to give you freedom and the idea of collectivism is a dirty word. mm -hmm. Where you are is because of where you are. It's not because of the systems before you that brought you here. It's not because of years of systemic indoctrination, systemic privilege, or systemic marginalization. It's all you
0: you got to get yourself out of this like shitter. We need, I think we need a system and I know this is easier said than done but we do need a system that recognizes the individual, the individual sure. sovereignty of an individual and at the same time allows for a collective movement. Anarchism. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that seems a bit extreme. <laughs> you haven't seen anarchism? <laughs> <laughs> because I, there's never been an anarchist uh, uh, society, right? It's always been uh, a failed attempt. Well,
2: mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We can get into this another uh, time.
3: I, I have an idea.
0: Go for, go for
3: it. Why if we took, and hear me out, I need you guys to be open about it. Mm. Alright? Why if we took like 20 people and cut off their genitals and put them in a the town
2: and we see how it works out. Why are we doing this experiment? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Do <Did laughs> you just have a seizure? <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is the segue here? <laughs> I on. have just
3: spitballing.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, she she gets me? to talk about anarchism, Why can't I talk about <laughs> genital mutilation for men and women?
0: <laughs> All right, equality, I'll, equality. <laughs> they will raise your kids, right? <laughs> they will raise my kids. Yeah, but what what happens if the woman wants to stay home and take care of the child.
3: Okay, okay lah, you have a choice. But we create a world where if they don't want to, there are safety measures and, and things that will allow them to pursue their dreams. Again, the, too much of the idea of the family mm. is this subsumation of identity that who you are as a person before you became a mother or father is destroyed. Mm. And now you live for your children. Mm. And I can honestly say, it has that kind of mentality has done
0: more harm than actual good. But in a way, it makes sense just because human children are so stupid. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but at some point, I've and they—it's a—he's—you. Uh, <laughs> that's the reason. Uh, that's the argument for monogamy, right? Not not really for the companionship of the other, but more it's an evolutionary tool to. Uh, it increases the 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 chances of your survival, your survival of your the, your offspring, which perpetuates your your genes, right, yeah, because human children take a long time to develop, sure, yeah, yep. like a irregular amount, not irregular, but like a ridiculous amount of time, and um yeah, just they're just dumb. have you ever seen babies? I mean, this, those guys can't survive in the jungle. Probably not. About, I'm only thinking about the baby Yoda conversation
2: yeah. where they're like, this baby is 50 years old. It's going to live in the wild as helpless and an idiot for 50 years. Mm. <laughs> like, 50 years, you should be able to do taxes right <laughs> now. Well. Baby Yoda I can't. <laughs> no, baby Yoda I can't. But,
3: uh, okay, if you decide to be parents, I suppose you already had in mind and you sort of mentally prepared yourself that some part of you was going to die. <laughs> because that is true. When you have chil- children, you have to somewhat sacrifice your needs, your desires, and maybe perhaps some of your dreams or put it at the back burner so that you can raise a
0: life. And like, when- why else would you have kids? You know, like some people say, oh, it's sort of an investment for your retirement, right? But then I know, I know, I know people who like, their kids go to prison, right? <laughs> but they still like love... You know, they're still waiting for their kids to come out. You know, they're still like supporting it, it, it this this feeling of this parent-child bonding can be really powerful. Yeah, it can. I'm a it's, bit more cynical. I don't yeah, I, I get it, I get it. But I don't think it's an economical thing purely. I don't think it's an economical thing purely. No. I think it's more psychological vanity, to yeah, be honest. But I think psychological it. vanity. What do you mean by- You're that? looking for reflections of yourself. Ah, oh, fair enough. Maybe yeah, that might be true.
3: A lot, yeah. I teach a lot of kids and a lot of them all. I have something I want to talk about.
0: Yeah, I have been thinking about how young. Uh, sorry, Freud. You know, people have dismissed Freud. Uh, you know, kind of like people argue that Freud is a charlatan. Yeah, he might be a bit too far uh, But they definitely psychologists who want to make it a science probably do that. I think we can
2: we can go and read Freud. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, but I was thinking about Freud. You know, Freud. Big thing is like the Oedipus complex, Oedipus complex, penis yeah. like envy, and all that. It's like actually think about his daddy you know, this like sugar daddy, hey daddy kind of uh, social phenomenon. Isn't it like, it will be like Freud's like, Freud would be like, what's going on here? Mm. Isn't it weird that we've mixed up sex and parental modes? Would he find that odd? Uh, I think he would say like, look, this proves my theory that oh, secretly okay. everybody just wants to hook up with their parents. Mm. <laughs> Don't go and imagine and do it. That's your own. That's your own problem. Um, no. <laughs> I'm not saying you want to hook up with your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying deep at the
3: subconscious level. Fry, fry, fry!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you are. The- you want to your mom, you, know whatever. you want a finger bang? BF Skinner, you can do it too. But <laughs> at the end of the day, you're creepy fetishist, right? You're creepy fetishist, And this is what we call projecting. Okay. <laughs>
0: what do you make of the whole daddy social phenomenon?
3: What daddy social
0: phenomenon? You yeah, know, right. everyone's like... Come
3: yeah, here, daddy. daddy, hey, daddy. Yeah, Who
0: that says that? It's a thing. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's <laughs> everywhere.
3: Okay. I'm going to go to the market and look for
0: it. I'm going to be like... Come on, you know about the sugar daddy
3: thing. I know about the Ah, sugar daddy thing. I know that certain women... Certain women tend to project their lack of a paternal figure onto older men and they desire that and it opens them up for manipulation or they tend to go for men that are much more older than them so that they feel that their experience will make up for their lack of guidance in life but But far too
0: psychological deep read okay that makes sense though but what about from the dude's perspective (laughs) (laughs) yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty young thing. That's so, a, I think the dude's perspective is probably pretty
2: pretty base la. I don't think okay it necessarily is psychological. And it's like ever. you know I was watching uh
0: people uh do um there was a video where this Korean is a couple, uh and I think it's, it's an international marriage. So the Korean girl was teaching the husband her her husband how to do like cute Korean voices, right? <laughs> and you know you realize that these Korean voices they are you know sexualized, but mm-hmm. they actually. Child's voices, basically. Basically. Oh, yeah. Right? They're basically child's voices. You go really high pitch, and you become really cute, cute, cute. Yeah. That's just children's voices. I'm like, why is that sexually attractive? Isn't that so weird? No, because… I, I think it can this be a
2: cultural thing, though. No,
0: but is this sort of… I, I know these people. I
3: know lollycons. Mm. I know people who enjoy the idea and are sexually Why attra- are you
0: so sneering when you talk about it?
2: because they these are, are deviants <laughs> <laughs> sending them all to hell right? yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry this is my uh, religious side <laughs> that's like flaring up a bit but I know that when they are like I like this
0: girl in the school uniform <laughs>
3: <laughs> you
0: pedophile <laughs> yeah, like if you realize right, that used to be a thing right the, the school girl uh, the school girl I um, think it's still a thing <laughs> oh, it's it, still it used to be but if <laughs> you think about it these girls are
3: underage right? Oh, it's no, no. so weird. But here's the thing. We create this culture that bit by bit tries to normalize it. The, this, this girl might look like a 14-year-old girl and this guy is clearly some buff armor man but she is a Three thousand year old demon who appears in the form of a fourteen year old girl. So we're all good, <laughs> but I've the problem heard, is, it still looks that. like a fourteen year old girl.
2: <laughs> I've heard
3: that. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm not a pedophile. If anything, I like all un- the g- women. <laughs> <laughs> this is a thousand
2: year
0: old demon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your demon appears as a little school girl, and I'm like, <sighs> I had I was when I was debating one time in college. Uh, the motion was child pornography should be banned. Yeah, right. And so whoever was uh, against that motion, we were like, hey. good luck, friend. <laughs> so I was uh, for the motion, meaning child pornography should be banned. Then the other person, you know, it's just a flip flip of a coin, and you get. Them. <laughs> so the guy from uh, he's from Pakistan.
3: Oh boy. So cool. his
0: <laughs> argument was he's a very smart guy. His argument was solid. He was like, first things first, we need to make a distinction between child pornography and role play por- pornography. And he said, like, where adults consenting adults mm. want to act like. Children, uh, you know, one child, one adult, that is perfectly within their right. And if they want to consume that media, it should be perfectly within their right. The predilection <laughs> is
3: already the problem. <laughs> I don't care how you
2: spin it. So I'm not sending those people to the gulag. Samuel is doing it, all right? I'm just going to be here. Yes. Okay. But let me
3: make something very clear. I'm fine and I even support LGBT <laughs> representation in <laughs> no, media. No, no,
0: no. Let's not go to LGBT from there. No, no, no. no,
3: no like but people jump. go like, oh, Samuel is getting on his cultural conservative side. No, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm generally left-leaning. But this is the one thing I will not bend for. No, <laughs> you let children be children. You stop trying to dilly little girls, whether in cartoon form, whether as a three thousand year old demon, or whether, <laughs> or whether it's a role play. Stop diddling little girls.
2: <laughs>
0: Samuel All right. got his soapbox for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> we do oversexualize children. It's crazy. I was remember. I remember I was watching um, um, House of Commons debate. <laughs> and there was the the MP. Well, this could be good. MP <laughs> the MP said, "There's you know there's a famous shop, Primark. Uh, it's like okay, yeah. It's yeah. like our version of like
2: Buxton or something. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right? okay.
0: And this uh, uh, Primark was selling uh, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure whether they were bikinis or bras for children, but they were push up. Okay, push up bras, right? For I don't know whether it's for swimwear or not, lah. Okay. But then she's like, why do this is for like eight-year, ten-year-old girls, why do you need wow. to accent that part of the body? How deep does this go? It's a know. legitimate question. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. okay, so... I... I
3: cannot stop if some people wish to have these sort of cultural products in the market. If they decide to have a product that says, you know what? I want my 8-year-old girl to look sexy. Fine. But I draw the line when it's
0: pornography specifically. <laughs> <laughs> but we need to... That's the thing. We need to talk about there is sexual signalling. And people... That's true. In a very objective sense, people need to understand very consciously like there is sexual signalling. Um, 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 and... At least understand that is sexual signaling and yeah, what is. is the purpose of sexual signaling. Um, I think it's an important conversation. It's a very complicated issue. Like for example, lipstick. Um, right? That that's a very complicated thing because you uh, lipstick is a sexual signal. Are you, are you ready for the Jordan Peterson section <laughs> of oh, this conversation? Oh, oh, oh yes,
3: when a woman wears lipstick, she's asking for tits to be.
1: <laughs>
2: Apparently, Samuel, that's Samuel. what. Samuel. Oh, no. 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 but that's I what am. Jordan Peterson is essentially no. saying. Right. No, that's not what he's saying. Before oh, you get to the caricatures, <laughs> that we're all very it's familiar Comet with. the frog looking <laughs> <laughs> man, oh. No, <laughs> it's coming no, the frog. Sorry, oh Comet yeah, he sounds like yeah, coming yeah. the
3: frog. frog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. I just don't understand why women are <laughs> screwing up, young man. I'm like, what
0: are you all about? <laughs> you will have no safe space in this house if you insult Jordan Peterson, sir. I draw the line with Jordan. I draw the line with Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, and, 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 <laughs> and, 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 and Hannah Yo. <laughs> These three people, I will not. I, I will never make fun of <laughs> Hannah Yo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. So like with lipstick, it is a sexual signal. That's a fact, Right. But it doesn't mean if you go to a party, you know, that you're sexually, you're sexually signalling other people. Yeah. But it doesn't stop the fact that it is a sexual signal. Sure. Like it, mm, it is, it is perhaps, a sexual signal, yeah. right? I mean, if you talk about like why girls have high, use high heels, uh, lipstick, or why you accent, uh, like push-up bras, for example. All these things are are, are meant uh, primarily. They are sexual signals. So we need to understand these things. If not, when we have kids, for example, we say. We just want them to look sexy. What does that mean? Do you understand what it means to be sexy? What is the purpose? <laughs> 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 I'm was getting a headache. I'm not sure
3: why. <laughs> I know because the thing. as a school teacher hmm. I had this little girl come up to me and then she was sad and I thought oh maybe she didn't get a lollipop. So right. I was like hey um, what's up? She was like Teacher, am I pretty? I'm like, I'm not allowed to answer that. Go back to your seat. Which is the correct answer? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Again, and then one girl was like, "Teacher, do boys like me?" I was like, "No." These questions are irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Who cares? What matters is, are you getting a good education? <laughs> do you feel that you are being a developed human being? Do you feel mm-hmm. like you are getting the financial uh, uh necessities and the things you need? develop. As far as I'm concerned about other matters, Mm. these other matters are irrelevant and should be irrelevant to your identity. Mm. You need to cut off this idea that you are grounded. That men are grounded by their attraction to women. That women are grounded by their need to attract men. Mm. I want to sever children from this mentality. Mm. This is not a
0: thing I think children should think about. But… Adolescence is a period of uh, sexual awakening. Right? I prevent that. So you're gonna put puberty blockers, no, in, no. in every carton of milk. No, no when 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 what do when, those look like? when I see
3: girls and boys talking, I go, Oi! what is this? <laughs> trying to undermine me again.
0: This is why we cannot go to communism. <laughs> We're
3: not putting we him have in. this
0: one man with a cup of personality. We're not putting him in charge. It'll be anarchism. I want to be the minister of gender. <laughs> <laughs> the minister of gender. First off. Minister is a sexist term. We will call it the person of gender. I, I want to be the, the officer of gender. Okay, I want to be the archon of gender. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that role. The archon
3: of gender. I want cybernetic wings to <laughs> fly around. But generally, but here's the thing I understand that I am a freak of nature when it comes to preventing young people mm. from having romantic attachment because I've seen how messy it can get. Mm. So I'll give you an example. When I see that there was a fight in school between a girl and a boy and they were saying like, I feel like this boy is treating me unfairly, doesn't appreciate me. And he goes, I feel like she's not being available enough. I told them the solution is none of you were ever attracted to one another. You just wanted to do it because society told you you had to do it. What you want to do is do math. And your need to do math has manifested in these destructive sexual tendencies. What you really want to do is do algebra. And then, like, the boy was like,
0: I know what? We need to stop with the push up bras and we need to focus on (laughs) algebra. (laughs) Several <laughs> slogan for, partner, for and fun.
2: Then, and then <laughs> say no to push-up bras. <laughs> say yes
3: to algebra. And then, <laughs> and then the girl was like, was like, and then the girl, is still calling this nonsense out. Immediately turned to him and went. Is this true?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! And why do I feel like this is such a big lie? Is <laughs> <And Yeah>, the <it's laughs> story true? Hold on, is the story true? Samuel, or? is it story true? It is. it's <laughs> story true. It is. But I was told that I handled it the wrong way.
1: <laughs> I was told, like, Whoa, I have a crazy story, <laughs> and it actually links...
0: Our friend, our our friend, or oh, I don't think I should say his name, but okay. I have a friend who works in a school. I think okay. you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. And he he what happened is his student, one of his students was watching porn in class. Oof. So he their school has a, a counselor. Hmm. So and they have an external um, um psychologist that they refer to. <coughs> so these two, the counselor and the psychologist spoke, and this is the solution they give, my friend. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna be so crazy, it's gonna blow your mind. The solution they give, this is a counselor and a psychologist with a, a master's in clinical psychology, yeah. you need to create boundaries. So you need to tell him that he can. this boy can only watch porn in a class setting <laughs> and nowhere else and only when the teacher is present. So they are saying the teacher and the boy should watch porn together. No. Only in a class setting. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> True story. Porn isn't even legal in the country. Look... <laughs> 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 oh. and the clinical psychologist like, there's a lot of research that backs this up I'm like are you okay hmm. even if drawing those sort of boundaries are helpful even if like some kind of like setting parameters and maybe that might be helpful but do you realise the danger you put a student by advocating for a teacher to watch porn with the kid do you, is this have you class not time seen all the sexual? No, of course it's outside of class. Oh, okay,
2: oh, but it's,
0: you know because you can't be watching porn with the kid with all yeah, the other but, students around.
2: But <laughs> so you yeah.
0: know, like, have you not read anything about sexual grooming? <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah, what
3: if the what if the like the male teacher tells the I don't know maybe the male student you should do that to the girl. You know, you know, oh, I want to do that. Uh, you no, know,
0: sexual grooming is like you know the teacher takes an extra like a, a parental figure takes an extra. Uh, time or focus on the child, so like drive the, the 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 person to you know slowly increment. This is like ten steps ahead. Let's watch porn together because <laughs> the council said it's the right thing to do. Are you insane? Look, I idea. prefer
3: my over <laughs> over compensation for this because I did catch a kid that was watching porn once. Okay, and like it was the strangest scenario because mm-hmm. right. Uh, there was this other kid who came after me and he was crying his tears in his eyes. And he mm. was like, These boys were watching porn. In us. <laughs> and then I was like, Okay, but why are
1: you crying? <laughs> <laughs> was like, I'm more worried about your reaction. It's <laughs> like, an important question. And then he
3: started like,
0: he was like, Forrest Gump on crack. He was like, They were watching porn. I was like, Okay. This episode is gonna get cancelled. Yeah. This is our worst. Episode. And, then, and then no,
3: I had to punish the boy. The boy's that were watching point in front of him. I was like, Can I I need to make sure that they are punished? Like uh, This looks
2: like a elaborate plot though. Yeah, I
3: was like, what is going on? And then but they admitted they were like they were like, Yeah, teacher, we were watching some point in class. I was like, okay, you know what this means, right? I'm going to have to call your parents. And this boy in the corner is going, yes, yes, yes! I was like, (laughs) what is going on? (laughs) Why? It's good. Yeah, it's good. Something
0: just dropped and we all turned and like… Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Yeah, So I was just kind of wondering, why? And people are taught by their parents like… And no, with no other explanation. Hmm. Watching porn is Hmm. bad. If you watch it, it will do things to you that you will you have no idea what they'll do to your brain. Mm. So this kid was convinced that because he had seen some kids watching porn, it had melted his brain. <laughs> oh
2: and he not could, literally, right? no, but he
3: he believed like he he took two days off mm. from school.
2: This is a really good way of getting two days off.
3: <laughs> I'm <am> convinced <laughs> of that. But I was like, but I, but then I but that then that kind
0: that kind of over. I mean, I actually know. I think not Nola, but I've definitely been exposed to people who uh, treat sexuality like a disease. <laughs> like a virus. Uh, yeah, like a virus. And that's actually really, really, really bad. Yeah. Again, like if you talk about, like we were talking about young last week, you know, you have a shadow, you suppress a shadow, it's not good for you. You need to integrate. Your sexuality is a part of you and you need to integrate it properly. If not, you're gonna, it's going to manifest in really weird, weird... Later on, your sexuality is going to manifest. You want to talk about all this... Fetish fun? This fetish... You know, this fetish... Fetish... fetish fetishizing children... Uh, it can also come from this sort of like weird suppression. Suppression, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay, I think a good segue to this uh, point. From We, this we point? just finished our first topic of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> An hour and nine minutes, by the way. <laughs> Wait, we got all that from Cora?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a pretty wild. <laughs> Man. <laughs> wait, hold on. I'm gonna have such a great time titling this. Cora <laughs> oh. pedophile feminism. And, all the, stra- and all the strange people heading to Route Thirty Four. Wait, like, wait. Right can, we, can we
3: have the title,
0: Cora dot 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 pedophilia? <laughs> <laughs> question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Okay. No. Uh, my next segue is 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 uh, the Irishman. Oh. <laughs> Why I that? think it's a great segue. <laughs> Hell of a segue! Because I watched um, the Irishman about two weeks ago, and then it I'll took you
3: two weeks <laughs> to watch it, right? You <laughs> just finished it. <laughs> no, no, actually, I,
0: you know, people say it's long, yeah, but actually, it's not for me because I watch like you know long podcasts, mm, okay. so it honestly felt just like another, you know, it's not a big deal. And uh, so I was like, okay, you know, I, I I liked it. You know, I liked it in the sense that I thought it was a. It was a movie about nothing, but it still kept me in. <laughs> okay. So, right. in that way, I thought, oh, yeah, it's well made, you know. the It wasn't boring. It wasn't fantastically great at the same time. Then I was thinking, but people seem to be, you know, people seem pretty split. So, I thought, okay, let me watch something that's, you know, more uh, crime, or you know, like I watch a proper, like, crime mafia sort of movie to kind of, like, compare. La. So, I went <laughs> back to The Holy Trinity, which is uh, God, The Godfather. Part 1, part 2, part 3. I did it over a weekend. uh, The (laughs) Merdeka weekend. One of the members actually were (laughs) lucky. The third one? Clearly. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, when I compared the three though, it was miles apart to I think The Irishman. How so? I think that again, I think The Irishman is a very good like um, work of art in that it captures life really well. But if you want to talk about a mafia movie, um, a, a gangster movie, then I Think it would be? It's not a. It's not a gangster movie. It's a movie about a man who grows up, old, and you know, and like you know, um. In the, I mean, a bit of a spoiler, but in the Irishman, he basically dies. He never gets reconciled. Well, he doesn't die lah, but he doesn't reconcile with his daughter, and he's left alone. But you don't really feel that sad for him, and the reason is because with movies, I think we embellish, and we uh, spice it up in an almost artificial sense mm. like for example the Titanic mm. when you cry when Jack dies that's not real life la. most <laughs> of the time you don't feel that intense emotions on a day to day basis you actually feel something similar to the Irishman where yeah that's something sad and I feel a bit down about it but I'm not uh, I can't think for one week okay, you know.
3: um, I gave the Irishman full disclosure Okay. for the review I wrote about it I gave the Irishman a perfect score 10 out of 10 yeah, five 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 stars are five stars. Okay, tell me why. It was a send off to the era that was okay. So I'll explain. Shows like The Godfather, and um, Goodfellas. Yeah, and Goodfellas exactly. They <coughs> show the rise, mm. and then we always see the fall mm. of what comes after. You know your criminal empire, but we never see the twilight days that follow. And this was a necessary final chapter to close the books on all of that. Mm. And it almost feels like the last mafia film of that era you will ever see. It is a a requiem,
0: if you will. Because the era is over, I don't think there's any more movies that can be There's no
3: more place for it in, Mm. in culture. Because, right... And it touched on everything that made mafia films so appealing to the common man. For example, the idea of Jim Hoffer as the labor union. This sort of romanticization of the family who do awful things, but they're so endearing because they're family men. Mm. <laughs> Been, and it shows you, right, no, the Jim Hoffer guy that supported the labor unions and all that romance, he's kind of a corrupt piece of shit. Mm. Also, that whole like, I do this for my family, Tony. At the end of the day, you are left a sad, bitter, lonely man, and the final scene at the end is so perfect when he goes, "Don't shut the door completely." Yeah. So yeah. when I saw it, I was like, "Oh shit!" Mm. You guys will claw and kick and scream for one last bit of relevance, but that's intentional. Mm. Before that little candle just flickers off into yeah. the night. So for me, when basically,
0: I basically the door is left open, it's sort of a it's a, a a message. It's like he's still hoping for relevance. Even before that, uh, he's going through photos, and then this nurse comes, and he's like, "You don't know who this is." You know, mm-hmm. he's still kind of like wrapped up in the the glory days. You know, yeah. in fact, a lot of that movie is him reminiscing about you know his boss, who used to be like the the big time dude. And this Irishman, not yeah, the, Irish the Irishman, the Irishman, yeah, yeah.
3: The Godfather was like at the height I felt of the mafia craze when they were like. Okay, these people are dark, they're complex, they're complicated, but their story goes on forever. This one is going, No, it doesn't. Mm. They all die mm. and they all fade. And in this world, you have no more place here. Mm. And for Scorsese to be the one to close the book mm. on this um so, yeah, on this era is sort of like it's it's kind of brilliant and it's kind of amazing, but it's so tragic and so beautiful. And now I'm kind of wondering what are you gonna do now? Mm. Because now, right, if you look at modern day cry films, it's not so much the the empire, the inner workings, all that. It's all about the
0: the quirky crew. Mm. It's always about the quirky crew. Yeah. So that family dynamic what is. What else now. can you do after this? I. I I think most probably he'll do a DC movie after this. Lah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> 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 Even though he said he'll never do a Marvel film. <laughs> <laughs> under the Red Hood. <laughs> <laughs> um, one, I, I agree with you. Mean, I, I, I see all that nourishment. Again, I'm not saying it was a bad movie. Okay. It was a good movie. I think for the fact that I could watch it for three hours without, without halting, it, it is a, a testament to his skill in directing and writing. Lah. Pacing on, really interesting. One criticism I have though, is the CGI was great, mm-hmm. but it didn't stop you from knowing that he's an old man. Oh, they move like old people. <laughs> they move. There's one scene where he beats up a dude. Oh, and you, don't, still, you told me about yeah, it. Yeah. He's still kicking the guy like an old man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but they turned up the sound to 11. Like, like you no, know, what should have sound like went yeah.
1: like
3: bone snapping? I was like, okay. Clearly, this guy is a super-powered person <laughs> <laughs> who can snap bones with the lightest tap. So, fine. And there was this scene where he was rolling on the ground with two guns in the air. I was like, Oh, boy. <laughs> this is kind of hard to watch. I… Just a moment. I knew that they were old men because I was scared whether he was gonna get back up. <laughs> 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 legit though, legit. Yeah. Uh,
0: but honestly, I was pretty surprised because I watched, you know, the Godfather maybe when I was really young. Yeah. I I ba- barely remember it, but rewatching it, it's actually really really good. It's like very very. Um, interesting it's opposite for Charlie's Angels. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something is <laughs> age or something don't. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah. Um,
2: Power Rangers. Um, Power Rangers uh, could still be fun if you go back. I think no, uh, I've watched it. It doesn't, well. really? it doesn't age well, really. No. Power Rangers was
0: ultimately about suicide, right? <laughs> I it. mean, the uh, uh, doesn't Yellow Ranger die? You in mean in, accident, real, in real life. In, in car real car, life, so. la, but oh, I no. don't know
2: if it's a psychological read about suicide. Oh no, but I
3: was going out with this girl and then like, we were like… What's her name? Uh, Susan. Why do I feel like that's a lie? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I have to protect her name. Oh, wow. Okay, okay, then? <laughs> okay, fine. It starts with a K. Okay. Alright. You don't… Kai Kairo, Kai, 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 yeah. You let's could, go. Kai <laughs> so, do, you, do any of you remember the Power Rangers that came out? The movie? Yeah, the, the movie. The, the movie with the
0: gold monster and the gold, then the No, I know the one, the pink monster. No, the, the,
3: the new one. The oh, recent yeah, one. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I watched it with her. That
0: was horrible.
2: Yeah. The and movie, she The one that Jasmine was in. Yeah. <laughs> Jasmine? So Jasmine from the Aladdin was the she pink. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. She looks so different. Yeah. <laughs> that probably Rangers movie didn't do justice to her at all. No.
3: <laughs> and halfway through she turned to me and she went. You know, Power Rangers is about suicide. <laughs> 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 I was like, Dude, what Who are you dating, man? No lah, like, but I was like, really? And then like, I called her up, I was like, fucking You fucking liar. It's not about suicide. And I was like, why did you say that? She says like, I don't know. I just want to say things. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like your perfect soulmate.
0: To be fair. what <laughs> Are you lying to each other and creating stories? The <laughs> is it real or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah most distinct these things happen <laughs> <mind>. <laughs> one one cool thing about uh, the godfather is uh, you see Marlon Brando who is actually a real really good actor and it's interesting because it's kind of like you watch it to see the parallel between him and his son because his son sort of his son is um um um, um Al Pacino uh, no um uh, something Brando <laughs> other Brando <laughs> is <laughs> it Al Pacino yeah yeah no, in is. the film or in, in real life in the film <laughs> okay Al Pacino uh, in, in real life, Marlon Brando's son is Al Pacino. No, in the film, <laughs> it's Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah. So um, so you see the contrast of these two people. Because, and it's pretty cool. La, they do parallel these two lives. Because even though Marlon mm. Brando's character is the godfather, he still has like, family. You know, yeah. When he dies, he dies with his uh, grandson near him. He dies sort of happy. But you contrast that with uh, Pacino. In the third movie... So, the only thing about the third movie that was good was, I think, the death.
1: Yeah. I
0: think the death was good. Because Pacino dies very similarly to Marlon Brando. But his one is the opposite. Because he's alone. He's lost everything. And the reason why is because... While intellectually, they're both same, similar... Uh, the heart is not there. The mm. compassion is not there. So, they say that Marlon Brando has three sons. And each son has a facet of his personality. The temper, um, the, the, the mind and the love for family. And so uh, the temper dude dies because you know because of his temper, and the mind dude, which is uh, Pacino, shoots uh, the heart dude because of a betrayal, right? And so in the end, because he had the the intellect to rise to the top, but he didn't have the heart to bring people together, he mm. loses everything. Which I thought was wow, that's deep. It's really really deep. So in that way, that's why I really like the, the the messaging Godfather. the messaging of the Godfather.
3: Yeah, but I think I can pinpoint when like these films started to go down and decline. And the one film that I felt began the death of this was Michael Mann's Heat. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: It was a film that was all about one thing, Mm. the chase. Mm -hmm. And at that point, because when you watch the Mafia film back then, it was almost as if you were watching Lord of the Rings. You must adhere to the rules of the film. You Mm. must adhere to these archetypes and you must enter into this world in a certain way. But Michael Mann's The Heat said, no, I want to make a procedural where it's more shot in vain of a war film than it is like a mafia film. Then consecutively, they start saying things like, what if we depicted them as this? What if we started deconstructing them? What if we start... So it started with like this accessibility through uh, heat. Mm. And then from h- here on out, it began to just become less and less about the family. Then it became about the crew. Then it became about the heist. Then it became about the wealth. And then the last big one was The Wolf of Wall Street, Mm. which was was the last film about the family, quote-unquote, which was uh, more of his comment on greed and stuff like that. But ultimately, eventually, it stops being about this united element of the crime life is a lifestyle. It's now not that. Mm. It is a technique it is a plot device, but it's not a world anymore. That world is fractured.
1: Hmm.
0: So, yeah. Great way to end. Um, but I guess just before we end, because we still have a little bit, five minutes left. Uh, it is actually technically our wrap-up episode episode today. We wanted, because we've done, normally we like, try to do four episodes and then we wrap up. Hmm. And <coughs> we've done four. So we did... Um, um, Burnett? Last week, we did Burnett. Week before that was Colin. Colin. Week before that was WAO. Mm. And week before that was Kyle Gunting. And so, uh, I think we really had uh, a good lineup. We have also an interesting lineup uh, next month. Uh, Actually, for the next two months, we're Mm. kind of uh, full. Um, So, I guess, just for this wrap-up, we want to thank everybody. Because right now, I mean, it's not like we're raking in huge numbers (laughs) but for a startup podcast definitely we have good numbers and it's been pretty consistent which is really affirming you know so we want to thank and we've again we still get uh, people who text us uh, after an episode you know to like add uh, their own thoughts you know I guess I can just shout them out we have people like Joanna Abby, Abigail uh, you know even Christian you know we have people who like on almost like a weekly basis they they give their thoughts we had people uh, recommending other people uh, Bernard also uh, uh, gave us a few suggestions. So thank you everybody for the support. Um, please do uh, share uh, whatever you can because I guess now it's just for us to get the messaging out there because mm. we like the conversations that we're having and we just want to push it to the sphere. So Samuel, if you could do us a solid, you know.
3: Yes, I will. I will, I will. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to promise stop making nonsense posts you <laughs> <laughs> both know that's not true <laughs> we all know that's I a will lie i make compelling polls <laughs> like who would win in a fight
0: uh james throat corden uh uh-huh. or <laughs> my mother things <laughs> like that I think your mother would win. <laughs> yeah. james Corden's too nice to to beat you mm, i'm not sure that's the reason <laughs> yeah. <but all> right. <laughs> yeah. um if you want to support the podcast further there's two ways a three ways you can subscribe on youtube Yeah, we, we are working at we still are trying to figure out the youtube video part of it lah. yeah so but we're still gonna post up videos so let us know i mean subscribe and you know you can let us know how that's going for you whether you prefer short clips long long the whole thing on the uh, youtube channel what do you prefer uh, number two you can go and uh, post up uh, like share our stuff on instagram so we get more instagram followers Uh, Facebook, you can always invite people to... uh, Like our page. Like our page. Uh, These things uh, go a long way. Um, Then finally, if you have any guests that you uh, think would uh, be be compelling guests, uh, please do keep the names coming. And if you have any thoughts on the format. Because we, every week, we're still playing around with the format. Like today, for example, it's another experiment. So, if you like... I feel like every time with me... It's, it's, it's really <laughs> really are, you use this as an excuse to go, let's do some real nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if it works out. Like, like this conversation though, if you like this conversation, that, that would be interesting. Maybe we should not do any points at all. If you feel mm-hmm. like it's gone all over the place, it's too hard to follow, that's fine. And yeah. let us know. Let us know <laughs> so we can, uh, you know, we can tangent ourselves uh, yeah. better. Um, yeah. So any final... Oh, let's do recommendations. Samuel. Okay. I just finished watching Avatar The Last
3: Airbender and I have to say oh yo it is dumb. And I, and I say this
0: with and no hyperbole. Just to clear you're, you are not talking no, about M. Night Shyamalan.
3: Shyamalan can go jump in a ditch. No. I'm talking about the animated series. Here's Game of Thrones. Here's Last Airbender. Here's uh, Breaking Bad. Here's Last Airbender. Here's Last Airbender. Mm. Here's Last Airbender. (laughs) Go watch (laughs) Last Airbender. And it's got... It is so much better than Korra. And stay for the credits. Don't skip the next episode. Because they have that crazy chicken sounds they make at the end. You know, right? (laughs) (laughs) why they go... Oh, man, I had a seizure every time it hurt that. so <laughs> good. <laughs> I'm not sure if she will recommend recommending uh, seizures to people. Yeah, we'll <laughs> stay just, from the chicken Just, just to be...
0: Um, Clear. Consider- Rumaroid does not recommend, recommend seizures. <laughs> but
3: they recommend the chicken sounds that they make at the end.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeremy, what, what do you have? What recommendations do you have? When you guys were talking about The Godfather, the only thing I thought about was The Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> the righteous Gemstones. Oh, oh, that's, that's,
0: isn't it the No, that's the Uncut the gem Gems. One. Uncut Gems
2: is not The Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> the, right, the Righteous uh, Gemstones no. is uh, what, uh, Danny, John, Mac- John Danny McBride, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, John yeah, Goodman. Yeah. Yeah. They play Uh, evangelical uh, mega church pastor. Oh, I saw Advertisement. Is that out? No, it is. I finished season one. It's on Netflix, is it?
3: No, it's on HBO Max. It's on HBO Max. Uh, So, you can can watch it on HBO Go. Yeah, you
2: can find less than legal ways to watch it, (laughs) but it's fantastic. So, the So just just as a teaser for everyone, like the scene opens with them doing like mass baptisms in a pool uh, uh, pool in uh, China, China. (laughs) and then the wave pool suddenly starts, and then they're like, "What the? What what should we do? What should we do?" And then they are just swept away by the wave
0: pool. (laughs) That was the best opening to a series. I've ever seen, but it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, okay, for me, I recommend a Spotify playlist, motivation playlist. <laughs> oh my god. Specifically, look out for Eric Thomas. I grind. <laughs> Just a teaser. It's Monday I grind, Tuesday I grind, Wednesday I grind, Wednesday I grind Thursday I grind, Friday I grind. I think they'll I grind, know when they found the song. Sunday I grind, Sunday I grind. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you're not grinding, everyone should be grinding. Because uh, <laughs> right. it's a mess out there. you got to fight for what you want. This is really different from the R. Kelly bump and grind. I don't think he yeah. means the same no, thing. It's yeah, a yeah, different yeah, kind of yeah. grind. It's a different kind of grind. Yeah. Oh, I don't recommend the other type of grinding. <laughs> right.
3: yeah, if I can just say, right all those without water out there
0: <laughs> this is going to be irrelevant in a week
3: I know <laughs> yeah. but I want you to know we hear you our thoughts and prayers
0: are with you and that you can always collect rainwater fine enough good way to end it right. um, as always th- thank you so much Emily for coming on last minute I hope
3: it was worth the time <laughs> <laughs> always a pleasure Jeremy Yeah, pleasure.
0: and we are done we <laughs>